0: Blue View, your source for all things Everton. Uh, I'm Jerry. There's Edward. There's David. So, for all you podcasters out there, here's what today's show is going to look like. We're going to start off with our Arsenal reaction, and then transition pretty quickly into the situation with our manager, or should we say, former manager. Uh, and then we'll go into your fan thoughts because, let's be honest, you have a lot that you're thinking about our manager situation and you've made yourselves heard loud and clear. all right. And lastly, we'll get you prepped for the Chelsea match that's coming up on Wednesday in the Carabao Cup. Chelsea away. So uh, we're going to jump right in to, uh, to our Arsenal reactions because it's a thing that happened uh, yesterday. And we mm. need to get to it. You, both of you guys were actually at the game, okay? Yeah. So I, I want to hear from you guys because, uh, yeah, I can only know so much from being at, at home in, in front of a TV. Mm.
1: It's
0: a lot of it's a lot of hemming and hawing, guys. <laughs> you guys, oh, don't, are you yeah, not,
2: you're kinda, not happy. You're not happy, are you? <laughs> no. Oh, no, um, yeah. It was just a, another classic kind of. This year' performance, uh, it felt like everybody knew what was coming um, afterwards. Um, yeah, it was just again. These days, we seem to say we played well, and we still conceded about five or six shots on target. That probably should have been goals. Um, Arsenal probably could have been three 0 up after about 10-12 minutes. Um, but Rooney scored a good goal against the run of play, which ironically was on the anniversary 15 years anniversary since he scored that goal against Arsenal in the park end mm. uh, which was quite fitting um, but yeah so we thought oh maybe we're, maybe this is where everything turns um, but sadly it just turned to shit excuse uh, <laughs> language um, yeah the equaliser coming I think from there we all knew it, it was very unlikely we were going to get anything out of the game um, mm. and you know, a, a few strange decisions, tactical decisions. Later, um, a stupid red card, and you know, we we, we finished five two uh, defeat. Right. And yeah, it was it was a, it was a toxic atmosphere again. A Goodison some at the end. All
1: right, Edward. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, there wasn't really that. The atmosphere was all right, but everybody sort of saw it coming everyone knew this was going to happen I mean I predicted I said myself that I think it would either go one of two ways we'd either get a lucky goal in the last couple of minutes like we did last year win 2-1 or we'd get completely annihilated and lose like 3-1 something like that which obviously it was the latter so I had hope even when they equalised because we'd look good or we'd look defensively good I should say Um with the kind of formation thing that he was doing but as soon as that red card happened that was it game over yeah yeah. I think um but yeah tactics were just wrong sitting back trying to absorb pressure and counter against Arsenal doing the whole long ball forward is not going to work so doing the tall defence they've got it just it's not going to work hmm. so
2: that's certainly not Calvert-Lewin's strongest points is he? he's not what you call a hold-up striker nope No. Uh, so yeah
0: Usually when Calvert-Lewin comes back to receive the ball instead of holding somebody off what he likes mm. to do is literally tap the ball backward and try to outrun the player to it mm. so he can kind of turn around and get some space because he's not going to hold them off without getting space and like running away from them you know Lukaku mm. used to be able to when he learned how to hold up which it took him a while to learn. He yeah. could get them on his hip and kind of hold them off, kind of like yeah. Duncan Ferguson used to do. He, yeah. he knew he had to do that, but it took him a while to learn how. Uh, Calvert-Lewin's just not strong enough for that yet.
2: Yeah, I think it is a physique thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Calvert-Lewin isn't really built in that way. And um, I mean, I was talking to a man, a good lad Paul, and he, he, he pointed out that although Calvert-Lewin was working very hard, he uh, wasn't necessarily looking much of a goal threat, was he, yesterday, mm-hmm. at any point. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, change very
0: Yeah, uh, so let's uh, let's kind of get a little bit more specific um, because uh, my questions will kind of betray how I was feeling a bit. Okay, so um, was the initial setup? I mean, Edward, you've delved into this a little bit already, but the initial setup with running three and the wing back, so initially five at the back, uh, was that immediately a mistake?
2: I just, it, it feels as though, although we're just, we've been so rigid all season in playing very similar formations and kind of putting different players in there and hoping for a different result each time and yeah, and it, that's one criticism, I, well I've got many, but one that stands out for me with Koeman is when things were going bad, I never felt like he was really trying to... Um, Trying to change things or try something new to try and get out of the hole they were in. It was always very much, right? Well, should we go with that three, three to back formation with the bit wing backs or should we go to the fourth to back and put a few centre backs out at, uh, at left and right back? And yeah, I just, yeah, I think it's proven it was wrong. It's been wrong all season, which is why we're not picking up results. Hmm. I think the whole thing with it as well was just. Nobody, you
1: could see straight away that nobody sort of like knows what they're doing in that sort of formation either. Like the three centre backs, Keane. I remember seeing this actually right in front of me. Keane was just like almost just like dozing between the two parts of either marking Sanchez or staying sort of like in the right back position. So that like, can he go forward? We just he just didn't know, and like all three of them really didn't know what to do. Put themselves. It's right. only really when we went to four at the back, we looked a, l- a little bit more solid, like a little more composed, and because we already knew we've been in that formation before. And I've always said, if we copy formations that plays and teams are used to, while we're not used to it, it's just going to backfire for us, right? Straight away. Always happened against Chelsea, Spurs, and now Arsenal. Okay. Um-
0: so, guys, we got three minutes, all right? <laughs> it's, fl- it's flown by, right? So uh, let's let's try to go a little a little quicker. I actually didn't mind the setup. I'll just tell you right now. I didn't mind the setup because I thought we were in the game. If we can somehow keep them out, uh, the fact that we got an early goal and I didn't think I, – I, I thought we, we might have been able to pull – you remember the, what we did against Man United, the way we kind of just deflected, 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 and we stayed in it until the end collapse? I thought it was, I thought that we could maybe do that. We did not, but (laughs) I'm just saying, I I thought it would, it wasn't outside the realm of possibility. Uh, So Mm. at halftime, I was actually, I wasn't completely depressed at halftime. You guys at halftime, how are you feeling? Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it just felt like we were waiting for it to come, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, just, oh, there, was, there was that uneasy feeling about Williams and, and Gay because they mm. both picked up yellows and were putting some heavy challenges in. True. So it was, it was going to be interesting to see how that went. It, it, it did feel as if we were waiting for that red card to come for one right. of them.
1: Right. I think, um, but you know, there's an interesting fact. Coleman made about seven half time substitutions in his last like three or four games, something like that, which just shows he's not confident with it. It right. doesn't always yeah. do see Yeah. Um,
0: um, see I I actually at halftime I was feeling okay it's funny maybe there's something in the stadium that does something if everybody else is also really yeah. pessimistic you know because yeah, I was by myself well yeah. I wasn't my family was around me and they were happy Rooney scored yeah. <laughs> but that's a, that's what I've got around me maybe that made me feel better I don't know
2: <laughs> I think sometimes you can just pick a little bit more on what's going on across the pitch um mm. uh, and you can maybe uh, just see a few signs when things mm-hmm. maybe aren't, aren't right.
1: Probably the away fans as well, adding to it. Okay. Like, um, the bit of their input as well. Like You you can just tell they're more up for it. The players are going to be more up for it on their right. side. Um, so, uh,
0: we don't have much time left. Let's really quickly delve into this uh, sports Sport Pesa nonsense. The fact that they... Uh, tweeted out something about how many goals they scored on us, and it was really inappropriate. Today they issued an apology, basically saying, hey, we screwed up, sorry, we really do respect our Everton partnership. Uh, You guys holding any grudges on this, or does it even matter?
1: It doesn't matter to me, to be honest. I mean, they're sponsors of Arsenal, so it makes sense for them to do it. I mean, all right, may have done it at sort of like the wrong point, but... It's just a tweet yeah. at the end of the day. They deleted it and apologized.
2: So yeah, I think it was a, just a major kind of PR disaster. But I mean, I think we've got more important things to worry about. And we, but um, yeah, it was a disaster on their part. But they've acknowledged it. Hopefully, they'll throw a few more quid our way to apologize, and and that'll do. I, I'm not really all that upset about it. I just know
0: a lot of people were. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, final thoughts, really quickly. Uh, throw me some really fast positives, Edward
2: Pickford. That's a good one, David. We might not see that performance again for
0: a while. <laughs> that is acceptable. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say the fact that Kenny got some game experience. Premier he got League for ninety minutes, didn't he? Uh, he did. He did. Mm-hmm. So he just needed that. It's a valuable experience for him, even though sometimes he could have disappeared yeah. for a while. Um, he wasn't the most out-of-place player on the pitch. That's, that's what I'll say.
2: I'm really scored a very good goal. Give him some credit for that. It was a good finish. Come at the right time as well.
0: I shook the walls of my tiny house. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, Sadly, yeah. that feeling did not last long. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, we're, we'll wrap up on this Arsenal reaction because we have other things to discuss. Yes, we do. We need to jump to the topic, all right, because this is a big day for Everton supporters, all right? Um, Kuman has left us.
1: Jeez, that sounds like he's died.
0: I know. That's the problem. I was trying to think about a way for it to not sound like he's died, but,
2: you know. I mean, it was getting pretty close at the end there.
0: I mean, he started going really grizzled, you know, as far as the beard. Yeah, these Everton coaches, whenever they're struggling, they just tend to look like they've been at sea for a while. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the Kuman era is over. All right, Everton put out a statement this morning saying that he has left the club and they thanked him for his just over a year of service, uh, about a year and a half, I guess. Um, so, you know, I'm glad they thanked him and everything. Um, what's funny, guys, is that right before this, earlier in the day, BBC had come out and said, well, Koeman's, uh, yeah. Koeman's at training. Yeah. Looks like he's going to be in charge for Chelsea.
2: So, I, I, I got win, uh, so... Well, some of the Twitter rumours are going around that he he kind of it was business as usual at his end or with his representatives anyway. Uh, but Mascheri was the one who made the decision, and it was Ken Wright and Elstone who delivered the news. Uh, so he may have actually got up this morning thinking it was business as usual, and he he had a few more games to kind of turn it around, But uh, I think thankfully for all parties that wasn't the case.
0: So the impression here is that Kuman woke up this morning still having the job, uh, or he thought he still had the job. Uh, uh, are we also under the impression that the decision was actually made last night, and they just delivered the news
1: today? You could, you could see in Ken Wright's face that. I mean, they showed a clip of him yesterday. <laughs> uh, it's with um, Mishiri, they show him. Mishiri and Ken Wright together, obviously they're not going to be happy watching the match. Ken Wright's there just like that. Mishiri sees the camera and just goes, <laughs> goes back and then looks back on the match. But I think that was probably one of the moments where they decided, right, enough is enough. It's
2: mm-hmm. done. That's worth noting he doesn't actually go to every game of Shiri, does he? So, I mean, it was a big game, so maybe that's why, but on the other hand, you could say he probably went down there knowing that or up here, so you know that if if the, decision, if the defeat if the fee come, maybe the decision was to be made.
0: So the the deal is done. kuman is is on a plane or or however he chooses to travel. Um, I like. I heard to, he took the
2: train in this morning.
0: The train, ah, huh. all right. Well, uh, so he's he's gone. So uh, questions. Let's start thinking ahead. Do we improve immediately?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Immediately, like like
2: Wednesday like, like a yeah. 100% I am more confident we can get a result at Chelsea now than I would have been without Coonan. well so.
1: you see I I know a Chelsea fan he, he's actually bricking it a bit now because normally when interim managers come in they seem to do a good job in their first game they do and of course first game away to Chelsea yeah
0: uh, yeah uh, I, I also I think uh, we're going to go in with a different attitude and I think our away fans are going to be crazy
2: yeah
0: I'm psyched to yeah. see it on TV because that's how I yeah. have to see it oh wait <laughs> it may not even be on TV here I may have to look at it on the interwebs
2: oh yeah dodgy streams.
0: I, I don't even know what you're talking about with dodgy streams I don't know what you mean
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so, uh, so if we think we improve immediately, um, questions. Uh, if, if Unsworth does well, because we are, we are under the assumption that Unsworth is going to be the guy, right?
2: Yeah. I think it may have even been announced. I'm not too sure. Because
0: it wasn't a little while ago when I was looking, I was searching, but it may be now. Uh, okay. Uh, but if he does well, let's pretend like he puts together a string of wins and positive performances and results. Okay, is there a chance he stays?
1: I personally would not want him to.
0: And I don't stay. think David
2: wants him to either. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, I think. I just don't think it's ever. And I, I can't think off the top of my head of an example. There will be one, I'm sure, but I can't think of an example where an interim has come in, done well, got the job full time, and then been a a success at the the club. It doesn't seem to happen. They seem to have Mm. this burst of new energy where they win games, and then the Like, look at Craig Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. He's probably on par with what Unsworth is. Well, he's got more coaching experience actually he's just been sacked last week
1: mm-hmm. if you know of any successful interim managers put them down in the comments below <laughs> i had to i had to i that will do that
0: <laughs> i had to kind of uh give everton the stiff arm because i told him i like look i'm i'm coaching my five-year-olds i have to wait until their season is finished and then i will talk to you okay mm-hmm but the 5 year old son playing.
2: you just know? I've t- well, I've taken, taken the them e- scratch mates
1: <laughs> I've taken them to the Champions League final in FIFA, so I do have experience <laughs> then...
0: let's just lobby for the job right now guys the whole rest of the show we're just lobbying <laughs> for each other
2: You'll <laughs> have a two minutes uh, a two minute kind of sloss each to try and see why we deserve it together, man. Oh no. I've been an Everton fan since the day I was born, unlike <laughs> Jerry. But I'm
0: really <laughs>
1: but I'm really old, Edward. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: thirty-nine. So it it almost averages out, you know what I mean? Uh. <laughs> It's like 12 or 13 years difference. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, let's – so uh, we, both, we basically said that uh, I actually am not completely against Unsworth staying if he puts together a solid run. Um, because, as long as – but if he's – if we're looking crap, obviously, let's get someone else in. Uh, but I, if he puts together a really solid run – I'm not I'm not completely against it I don't know I just here's the thing I and it may be different in Premier League and this is a stupid example so you know talk the jive if you want but there's back in the day American football uh, the New England Patriots had a starting quarterback and they were doing okay he got hurt and Tom Brady was his replacement Tom Brady came in started winning a bunch of games the, the the former quarterback comes back and he's healthy and the coach says no dude you stay mm-hmm. because Tom Brady was doing so well and now he's a Hall of Fame guy and they win championships all the time all right only because I've but the thing is this is we're talking that's an American sport and that's a player okay
2: yeah, it's not the same big thing big. yeah I think you can kind of influence a game more like a manager is probably. You know, can only influence the game so much, and it's mm. only a minute amount. The uh, player is obviously out there on the pitch doing the business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I I'd respect Unsworth more, even if he did have a good run. If he said, "Listen, guys, I'm I'm not ready for for the job mm. the size of Everton right now," uh, you know, fair down the line, I'd love it. But if he did step aside for somebody else, I would respect that more. Mm. Uh, mm. See, the whole thing I think behind it. Um, Having met the
1: guy He seems like he really cares About Everton So He knows he's probably Going to want to do The right thing Hmm. And I personally think I don't want him to Do permanently Because If he does do it permanently There's more of a chance Of him getting sacked And not being able to Join the club again That's true So If he's an interim manager He can always come back Into the management Whenever If we ever lose a manager So That's true I'm sure I I personally would rather be doing that yeah because then at least it means you're constantly linked with Everton you're doing well go out
2: and go out and learn your trade before Mm. coming to a Premier League club. I think that's that's it Mm. simple as that so the thing that gets me thinking is when I think okay
0: you could keep Unsworth if he's doing well or you can let him have a little run to get him some experience and bring in someone like Tuchel okay Mm who we
2: completely
0: no. forgot to talk about in our manager special. Is it me? Yes. Someone, oh, yeah, commented, someone commented on our video. He wasn't on our list of, like, odds-on favorites. I don't know why, because there's rumors we've already talked to him. Mm. Okay? So, should have talked to him. That would have been one of my top.
2: Uh, th- that's the ironic thing. He's, he, he is probably in my top two or three. He's easy shot. Yeah. 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 He, he's in mine as well. Okay, well, let, let's just all admit we had a bit of a, a bit of boo boo there. We were going off the odds on favourites, though, yeah. wasn't we? Yes, we yeah. were. <laughs> no. So, Blaine, it's, it's the bookmakers, it's not Maybe
1: they <laughs> just suspended betting on him because they thought he was going to be one of the
2: favourites. Eventually, mate. Aha! Yeah. And that's why right, sure. he wasn't in <laughs> there. <laughs> fucking...
0: So so yeah so when I think about the fact that maybe we could get him in instead earlier by not get letting giving Unsworth a longer run it's it kind of changes my opinion a bit you know yeah. um, so uh, how long till a new manager comes in guys
1: I don't know yeah. well like you say it all depends with uh, Unsworth let's guess yeah. let's guess it's two months no maybe three or four hmm I'm going to say three or four weeks. Start of December. I'm going to say start of December. Just. Mm. I'm going to say... hmm,
2: 26 days. Nice. Nice and precise. Well... (laughs) I'm a little 25. <laughs> I'm going to go tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think
0: it'll be longer than two weeks, to be honest. Uh, I agree yeah. with you guys. It'll, I think I it's going it to take a while. Rough,
2: Not at uh, all. If we've if we got a stadium, to remind you there, let's just make sure we get the right guy in.
1: That's right. He has actually got a 100% win ratio, hasn't
2: he? <laughs> yeah.
0: This <laughs> <laughs> is true. So, guys, uh, last question. we got to go fast. Will Cumin do well in his next
1: job? I have the utmost respect to him, and I hope he does. I think he's a stand-up guy. He's truthful, honest, and I wish nothing but the best of luck for him. What do you think,
2: David? No, okay. uh, I think I think he comes in and does quite well. But if you look at his managerial record, he, you know he's been sacked by a few clubs now. Um, i think there's a reason i think he was a fantastic player but maybe not the best of coaches mm. i think he's nailed on for that holland job to be honest and i think that might be a perfect suit for him i agree i think he'll do well there yeah but they, they always say the, the, the best, best players,
1: players like in the, in the world, world or anything there. like that will not do great at management but the best managers are normally some of the worst players mm. Mm. look at wadi older and enrique or oh, angelotti even angelotti um they were great players when they we were younger but mm. Good
2: managers now. Hmm. I mean, unless your name's Nadine Zidane, in which case you, you seem to do all right at Real Madrid as a player and, uh, and coach. Yeah, but that's, yeah. Real that's, that's Real Madrid. That's Real Madrid Yeah. It's really... But, uh, it's, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I'm like, I wish him well, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think he'll do well.
0: Um, I wish him well and I actually think he'll do okay. Uh, he has a tendency, if you look at his record... It's it's not precisely every other year or every other job he bombs, but it's not mm. a ba- it's it's kind of similar to it. He usually has a run of success and then he's crap. And then he goes to a new job and then he'll have another run of success. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think it's I think it's his time to have a little success. It was just a I think it was a bad match yeah bad bad match and you know the best thing about this is I think Ross is going to come back now
2: yes I'm on Ross yeah we we need him. we right. need him listen Ross we want you back <laughs> yes please, Ross if you're watching please
0: come on not that you'll be watching our show but maybe you should be but yeah uh,
2: we I want you be back be surprised <laughs> um, just really quick before before we finish up um what does everyone think of Kooman to West Ham? Those early reports. You're joking. No, they, this is simply fans linking themselves to the manager. But I'm curious <laughs> to think if he got taken the Premier League job that quick.
1: I don't think he will. I'd love to, I'd love to see what, what. Imagine Pyatt was still there. Whole <sighs> <laughs> thing with him and the attitude. I'm glad. I'd love to have seen that. I don't think it's Kuman gonna. be
0: Pyatt. I don't think it's gonna happen. To be honest with you. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, tell me if I'm wrong, but don't West Ham supporters sort of think their club is pretty equal to ours?
2: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, There's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, isn't that a, a big internet Twitter? Blah, 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 you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I, I just try and stay out of all that because my club's bigger than your club stuff is just <laughs> pathetic. But, yeah, they seem to hold themselves very highly for a team who's never won the league in their existence. <laughs> so, and renting a stadium.
0: So mm. so it, it, go, it stands to reason to me that if they're kind of, you know,
2: thinking they're above us, why would they take a manager we just sacked? You know? Yeah. That's the, that's the thought process I had But I, I do see a few West Ham fans On my Twitter feed And they were really uh, They were really up for it So oh. I don't know More fuel then Yeah Yeah If it works You know If you're down with it
1: Good luck mm-hmm. Just don't yeah. Well just, now you just jinxed it And if he goes to West Ham They're <laughs> going to win the league Well done <laughs>
0: Hey, 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 he was good in our first season
2: too. They're not gonna win the league. They never do. Uh,
0: They're gonna get hammered. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. wordplay. <laughs> Alright, All right. so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up now. Coomin Kuman is gone. Good luck, Ronnie. We hardly knew ye. Uh, after the big news about human leaving, um, we decided maybe we need to get some of your thoughts. We're going to lend an ear to our fellow supporters in fan thoughts. However, there were some trends to your thinking. So let me, let me read these out loud and then the three of us will just kind of respond. All right. The first one, Famous EFC says, Happy, that's my thoughts. <laughs> Reese SMC says he's gone. Now all Evertonians are hoping for is wins. Get us back up the table. Mm-hmm. Okay. Luke Boyle Amen, <laughs> Luke Boyle 17 says about time we got rid. Uh, B U UB 30 sure uh, said just didn't select the right team. Um, and then Aye, uh, Matthew Douglas Elliott, the man with three first names. He's back. And he says, to be honest, I wanted him to succeed at Everton. I thought he would have done great things, but it turns out he couldn't do it, not finding his perfect 11, changing week in, week out. in the PL, you can't do that, and to me, that's why he failed. Yeah. Next, maxn 21 says, happy he's gone, and hopefully Ross will sign a new deal now. That's right, Um, Ross. Hopefully you will. Next, (laughs) I like him as a manager, but he got it wrong. I think he needed to go, just wasn't the right fit anymore. Best of luck to him, and even more luck luck to the next manager. And that's from Yannick Mendelez. Are you seeing the pattern, dear listeners and viewers?
2: I think there's a few happy
0: people out there today. (laughs) uh so um everybody's everybody's rejoicing it doesn't seem like people really wish him ill
2: no you know
0: um so do we do we feel like this drug on as long as the martinez thing
2: no no no, it didn't but the martinez thing coming see the difference is the martinez thing we we had a really good cut run in the league cup um and we had a good good run in the fa cup as well uh, which kind of maybe bought him a little bit more time when we were struggling in the league where there's uh obviously the europa league has just been dire uh, the league cup we've we've only beat sunderland and we've got chelsea next so um i think they learnt a lot from that last that, the martinez time um so yeah yeah, I think you made it the right call at the right time. Okay.
1: Efficient. They were very efficient with it. Got it done straight away.
2: Hmm.
1: Like literally the day after.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it was a uh, new
1: era, boys. New era.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm. I don't know. I I actually thought it would drag on longer. If I'm honest, I I agree with you guys. I do feel like. The club learned from our last experience, because that's one of the one of the trends that I see on Twitter from the people that really seem to know what they're talking about. A lot of people on Twitter that I follow that are pretty wise. They seem to think that the front office needs to continue to be revamped. They need to continue to tweak uh, PR and and just kind of uh, a lot of the administrative staff needs to keep being upgraded. You know, um,
2: so uh, needs to go. Back. A big club mentality, as opposed to the kind of mediocre size that we are at the moment If we want to win anything, yeah, agreed.
0: Um, mm. So, uh, something we haven't discussed, but I think we should. We now have lost Cumin, and our where we're looking right now is not very positive because of our because our results are kind of like that so far. One of the things everybody keeps talking about. What is that noise? Oh my God!
2: Yeah. That's so annoying, mate. so
0: one of the things we need to think about is come January, we'll have the money. But will anybody want to come to us since our results have been iffy? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, I think think we've got an important maybe two months coming up now where we need to get back on track with performances and wins. And I think if we do, then everyone will still realise that we're, we're a good side. We're still going in the right direction. We just had a really bad spell under a manager that lost his job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if, if if we could go into January and we, we're maybe top ten, and you know somehow still in in Europe, tight, um, right. or doing well in other cup competitions, then yeah, I still think I still think we'll be appealing to to some players.
1: I mean, if you look at if you look at the next fixtures we've got November, right? Well, we've got Leicester away, which I am going to. Um, then away to Leon, home to Watford, away to Crystal Palace, Atalanta, Southampton, West Ham, Huddersfield, Limassol, Liverpool, um, Newcastle, Swansea, Chelsea, West Brom, and Bournemouth all before
2: the January window. <coughs> So there's an opportunity. What was that, David? I was just, there's points to be won there. Yeah. Isn't there? There's games to be won. Exactly. There really are.
1: It's an opportunity. So this is this is the opportunity to put ourselves back in the window and say, hey, we're, we're, we're here.
0: That's true. That's very true. I mean, or or it's an opportunity for us to look about the same. So it's kind of <laughs> one hopes. I mean, I think we're all three
1: pretty positive guys for the most part. Uh, yeah. So I, I was going to say, Jerry, who was who who the one that was enforcing the positive to me, on me? To I didn't say we're going to win the Arsenal game. You
0: know, I didn't say that. I said we're going to tie the Arsenal game, and it's going to be a turd fest. That was pretty. I, I was pretty negative there. I'll be honest. Not that negative, but still. But uh, I think we're pretty positive. I think we see this as an opportunity. I just get worried because this summer we still struggled to attract the strikers we wanted. And yeah. we and we were in Europa League and we, we didn't go through this patch the way we just did. So I don't know. Yeah. I I'm worried about it
1: just because Maybe going, we were uh, looking at the wrong names.
2: Yeah, we, we spent a lot of time after i of watched certain one or two plays, didn't we? And mm-hmm. by the time we'd realised they weren't coming it was it was kind of too late to work on anything else. So hopefully they're doing something behind the scenes now and trying to get something lined up. Like right. I know it's just us did you hear that play all yesterday? No. No. No, no. no, no i didn't so get something. He, He's sitting on the bench again, isn't he? And um, he, I think he'd be crazy not to come in January. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you're not a fan
0: of Edward is ageist. I just want to tell yeah. our audience this. Edward doesn't like old people. He told me from the very <laughs> get go he doesn't like me and anyone over the age of 30. He doesn't trust us. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I get what Edward's saying. He's just that if we buy Giroud, we're not. That's not really buying for. It's only buying for two years essentially, which yeah. is pretty true. Okay. Point, so we're in the po- exact same situation. I know. Point taken. Yeah, look, to
2: be used to build or work on someone else, then, <laughs> you? Yeah. So. Uh, no. Anyway, so uh, anything else we
0: want to do to address these fan, fans' thoughts, other other than just say we hear you?
1: and maybe it'll get better
2: soon we agree with you
1: yeah plus we're going to ask you a question who do you want to bring in leave it in the comments
0: yeah preferably we're talking about a manager yeah
1: yeah, yeah
0: no, not like not like some kind of you know hot movie star
2: yeah, um, and, and to Everton, not just to bring home or, you know, See, we, we, we want kind of Everton. Disgusting.
0: We got to preface this because you never know what kind of responses we're going to get. Edward, you may have opened the Pandora's box. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, guys. Let's, let's talk Chelsea away Carabao Cup. Hope I'm saying that right, because that's what we call it now, all right? Yeah. So, let's, here's the deal. Let's talk about their form. Right now they're fourth in the table. I believe that's right. They're 5-1-3. Uh, and three. Uh, They've won, uh, let's see here, recently they beat Watford 4-2. to two, and I think they actually had to score two late goals to make that happen, or later goals. Indeed. Uh, and they've, uh in Champions League, they've won two and tied one. All right, most recent was, uh, was their tie. Okay? Uh, obviously, they've got some dangerous players like Hazard and William, and uh, Marata and Pedro. They like to run that back three with the wingbacks like every game. Um, yeah, it's weird to watch a team that plays the same formation often like every game. Um, but anyway, so let's talk. Let's talk really quick about what we think Cooman's going to do. Or not Cooman. Koeman's not our manager anymore. <gasps> Let's talk really quick about what Unsworth is going to do. We think. if We think. Else we is we gonna think, think unless they bring Edward in. Okay? So what we think
2: Unsworth... Don't stop for that call. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> stop waiting for that call. Yep. Get with it, Everton. It
0: <laughs> All right, so... What's Unzi's team for Chelsea away?
2: I genuinely don't know. Me neither. No. It, it's one of those you just don't know what he's going to do. All right, we I st- think he's going to play 4 4 2. I, I think he'll he'll play people in their positions. I think he'll. We've got all back to basics. 6. Uh, Dear God, is that even possible? Yeah, <laughs> I believe so. Uh, I think Davis will start because we've missed him and he knows him well. You know where I think might start, in the ass, <gasps> he, he, he played a lot, of, he, he played a lot under ones didn't he, for the under 23s, Kenny, calvert
1: Luckman, all possibilities as well. Yeah. Hmm. Is gay applicable or not? No. No, it's, it's this one that he misses isn't it?
2: Yeah, I know Snarling as well. Really? Yeah, mm. no, he's injured, isn't he? Mm. I,
1: I heard he was good for the Arsenal
2: game. Schneiderlin.
1: Yeah, I was sure they said something.
2: No, I don't think he was in the squad. So no, that means we're gonna have two different central midfielders. Say Davis McCarthy? as well. McCarthy, maybe McCarthy. Mm. Uh, mm. Two maybe. wingers, two strikers. You know, two. <sighs> Okay,
0: so <laughs> so all of us agree 4-4-2 because I I do think Unsworth is gonna be like enough of the jibba jabba Let's actually do it the way let's we know do how. This. Yeah, I mean he's he's not gonna he's like enough playing around. Let's just do we, go with common sense. I just mm-hmm. see that is what Unsworth is gonna do. All right, so yeah. um, so David, you kind of got through your team a little bit. Uh, go go uh, through all of them.
2: Yeah, so Pickford and goal, I think. Um, I think Kenny will start right back, uh, two centre-backs, maybe uh, Williams and Keane, or Jagielka, oh, it's hard to say, one, one of them. Uh, Left-back Leighton Baines, um, on the wings Vlasic and Luckman, I don't know if Vlasic is going to be injured but let's presume he's not, uh, Davison central midfield, but either McCarthy or maybe fit, Besic, up front Rooney and maybe Calvert-Lewin or Niasse. OK.
1: Right. Pickford, Kenny, Keane, Jagielka, Baines, Luckman, Morales, Niasse, and Cavaloon.
0: Okay. All right, so I'll do mine really quick then.
1: All right. Uh,
0: Pickford, Kenny, um, Jags, Keane, um, Baines, uh, Davies in the center. um, Let's see here. And you know what? I, uh, I think he'll go Sigurdsson beside him. Uh, I think Vlasic on one side, Morales on the other. Um, and then up front, uh, uh, Calvert-Lewin and Nias, because maybe Unzi's going to arrest Rooney for now.
2: Yeah, which should be a smart decision.
0: Yes. All right, so guys, really quick, we need to predict the winners. We need to predict the score, okay, just to wrap up. All right, who wants to go first?
1: No Edward Edward, no, Edward cool. said he's going first I'm psyched Right Well there's a whole thing With interim managers Do great And win their first game So I'm going to say us Hold on Score oh, I don't do that, to know that We do it every game Come on Right <laughs> With my heart With my heart I'm going to say 2-1 with, <laughs> with my head I'm going to say We're going to draw And win all penalties
2: ah. <sighs> I, I agree. I think Everton are going to win two 0 I think Chelsea are not playing that great despite the win on the weekend. And think Conte is under pressure. We've got rid of our manager. He's under pressure, so we're two. I'm sorry, you cut out a minute. What
0: did you say at the end? Everton are going to win two nil. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, two one. Yeah. I think I think I uh, think Everton's going to win two one. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to say who's going to score because that will make me look dumber so that wraps up today's show if you've been listening via podcast thank you very much you should subscribe to our podcast not just listen to it, subscribe and that way it will appear in your feed and all that other stuff and you can be one of our regular listeners and you'll know when we're doing things it will be cool All right, rate it too if you have that ability if you're liking our videos please subscribe, like, comment tell us tell us who you think is going to win the game for goodness sake. We can hear from you, all right? Um, please watch uh, Edward's YouTube channel. Details are down there. Jam E. James. Check close out. Close
1: to 200 subs.
0: Yep, he's really close to 200, all right? Check out David's uh, David's uh, articles, okay? You can find them on the Toffee Blues website and other places. Follow him on Twitter. He usually links it to them, all right? So, uh, yeah, that is all we have. Good day to you, people.
1: Adios.